what we pursue, we become. As men, we were wired for pursuit. Hear the failures, victories, perspectives, and stories of men who were on the pursuit and the same journey to overcome and live a life fully alive. Join the camp. Welcome to the Man Camp Podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us. And as you can tell, we're excited that in season four, we've added video. You may still be listening via audio, but we do have the video option now so you can see some of our amazing guests. And um, this, this episode is a familiar face to the Man Camp Podcast. We have with us Danny Silk. Danny, thanks for being back on the podcast with us. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. We love it. So Danny was uh, a part of season one of our first season of the Man Camp podcast. And for those of you that don't know Danny, he's a a dear friend. He is a significant leader in our environment, not only in Jesus culture, but um, in what we're going after with men. We talked about, and I would actually encourage you in, in season one, we talked about some of the stuff he's been doing with men for years and years. On this episode as our theme is pursuit. Um, Danny and his uh, his wife, his family, his team has an organization called Loving on Purpose, where it's really going after all things relationships. And Danny's written several books um, that have impacted people all over the world. Um, but one of the things, among the many things that Danny personally has impacted my life and many leaders and men that we've gone after, the stuff that we talk about here in Man Camp with, is this concept of what we go after in dreaming, pursuing dreams. And so this season, we're talking about this theme of the pursuit. What, Like, what are we pursuing? Like, we become what we pursue. And I, I wanted to have you, Danny, to come back to talk about um, this thing that I, I actually have heard you speak on. I've done myself. I've actually, when I was in Sacramento, we just were starting our men's community that we called Man Camp. We did this dream exercise, which uh, you uh, kind of came out of a message that, had a practical application of like, hey, what are you going after in your dreams? But not just like pie in the sky kind of stuff. Like, are you going to make it happen? You gave this assignment where you're like, hey, you have to come up with a hundred dreams. And, you know, I was like, oh, that's pretty easy. And it took me not just hours, but actually some days to to get through it. So I want to back up because you have, you've written stuff on this topic. You've, you've spoken several messages. I want, I want to talk with you about this and we'll, we'll move into marriages and family, but like, I think this is important, and I know you do too, for men especially, as we're talking to men, to look at what are we going after? What are the dreams that we have? Um, and then, like, how do, how do you engage that? And so, I don't know, where, where would, where, this is a big topic. Where would you start? We're talking to men. How important is dreaming? And then, like, how do you get this into your life? Because that's a pretty maybe a nebulous concept, like, yeah, I have dreams, like I just happened last night, or <laughs> I don't know. What would you say to the guys listening? I would say have some, you know, have some dreams, you know, write them down, Habakkuk too, like, like the, there's a power in writing things down. I'm not exactly sure if it's, uh, kingdom power or if it's i'm not sure what it is but when you write it write it down it's like you you give heaven a a target to see to to see you and then to show you 
how important you are to the, to our father. He, it's like if you write it down, you'll forget about it, but he won't. Yeah. And you, when you review that dream list, you'll realize, oh my gosh, there's three things on here that have happened that I didn't even try to do. Yeah. I, you know, I forgot about them actually, but look at there. That there's three things. And it's and I always describe it as, you know, it's it's a kiss from a loving father. Mm. It's a kiss. It's just like I am paying attention to you. I see you. Um, thanks for giving me some targets and thanks for allowing me to remind you of how much attention I paid to, to your life. So write them down. Um, but more importantly, think about them to the point to where they come to the surface and you can see them. I mean, I wrote some things down that they were more like uh, wishes, you know, <laughs> maybe when I wrote them down. And uh, and then when I was doing them, I thought, these are these are dreams coming true right here. Uh, race, racing cars. These are racetracks here. So, yeah. you know, that, that was in my, that was in my dreams. And it started with, uh, 10 laps at, uh, full throttle in a NASCAR. And <laughs> I was all, I, I was already working on these plans when I got to do that. And I got to do 10 laps at, uh, auto club speedway in Fontana. Wow. And it, it was like probably 140. They had it governored, but it was an oval track. So it wasn't really that scary, <laughs> but it was pretty awesome, you know, and it kind of lit my fuse. I've been racing for, I don't know, 10 years since then. And it's, it's just in me now. It's like, I, it'll always be there, but I didn't even know it was there until I, I wrote it down. You know, Dan, I've heard you, I've heard you speak on this several times on this topic, um, and even write on this uh, in your own life. You share the story of early on when you were just even before you were saved. Like your dream was to own a supermarket. You were a butcher, you know, uh, working in in Weaverville, California, and you talk about how your dreams weren't like they weren't big enough. And like, thank God that God didn't give you at, at the time those dreams, but he had something bigger. Can you, can you talk about that? Because in your own life, like you're talking about racing and that wasn't even on the radar for you. And you wrote it down as like a wish list. but this started way back when you were learning like, Hey, there's something bigger in us or things that God has for us that may not even be on our radar. Yeah, well, thank God that he doesn't limit me to my dreams, you know, that he's he's so much bigger than my wildest imagination that I could ask, think, or imagine. Like, okay, that's you know, I'm I'm I I got a pretty wild imagination, and and he has like the life that I'm living, the life that I I, I don't like to be the center of attention, I don't like to be in charge. I don't like to be in large groups of people. I don't like conflict. Look what I do for a living now. I mean, who have, who, have, who, what happened to me? What happened to me was he built a life in me that I didn't even know could be, you know, I didn't yeah. even know that this could, could happen. 
And so I, I, I certainly didn't dream that this would happen because it's so much farther past anything that I did dream. But really, writing things down didn't start until I was 40. So I had been, uh, you know, a believer for 20 years, 30 years before, well, let's see, 20 years, 19 years, somewhere in there, right in there before I even kind of stumbled into writing the dreams down. Yeah. The Lord told me to, you know, write down 100 dreams. And so that was another chapter, but the taking my life so much past where I hope it could ever be is easy for him. Yeah. Uh, but I think the main thing that, that, uh, that men need to remember is sit down and dream and don't, and don't necessarily limit yourself to what you think you can accomplish. Yeah. I, I, I know like in the early years you mentioned uh, b- before you even started doing this yourself, I know as a pastor, as a leader, you would spend countless hours meeting with people, um, especially, you know, many of them being men who had lost hope or just had no dreams. And one of the byproducts was either their life is falling apart or they have no passion or whatever. You're, you're dealing with an issue, but there's something deeper in because uh, you know, I've I've heard you speak on this topic many times. Like we were created for more. So, uh, what would you say to the guys that are listening? We're like throwing out this idea, of, and we're going to talk about practically how to do this. But you know, dream. We're telling you to write write them down. But for many guys that are listening, they're just getting by. They're doing the job. They're just trying to make it through. And like this concept of dreaming isn't even on the radar. It maybe feels irresponsible or not even possible. What would you say to those guys that are listening right now? Well, I think uh, if, if you could put a guy in the role of being a dad, I'll just start with the dads. You know, like when you look at your children, what dreams would you like to prevent from happening in your child's life? <laughs> What, what would you like for them to just give up on and lose all hope for ever achieving, experiencing in their life? The answer is none. There are no dreams you want to squash for your children. So that's really the paradigm that you're cultivating with, with, with the Lord is understanding how much he loves you shows up in the desires that are in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. You were designed to desire certain things in certain ways and realizing them, I, uh, seeing them come to pass Proverbs, or I think it's Proverbs says, uh, that, uh, I think it's in Psalms. He says, he says, I, I pray that your hopes and desires will be realized and display the meaning of your life. Wow. There's wow. written into the, the design of your life. When I get to see your desires happen, I actually get to see who you were designed to be by your designer. So it puts your, your purpose on display. So if you're a musician, you have musical desires. If you're an athlete, you have athletic achievement desires. If you're an author, you have literary desires. If you're a 
you know, scientist, you have scientist desires. You know? <laughs> <laughs> desires of science. You know, but you you are on display when your desires are realized. So good. And like, how did you, so you, you said you didn't even start doing this till you were 40. And then, uh, you know, I don't know how many years later I was in, you know, uh, a, a service or a session where you're teaching on this and you start walking through this process, which you, you kind of learned this, the hard, not the hard way, but you learned this yourself. Uh, break down this thing of, cause like you, I remember you like kind of coaching the room and you, it was kind of an interactive thing and we're writing down notes of how we're going to do this. And you're like, Hey, you're going to have several right off the bat and then it's going to get hard. And then you started kind of throwing out even some of the wish stuff. Like, you know, for you, it was racing. Can you, can you walk the guys through like, okay, we're created for more. This is a reflection of God in us the heart of the father for us, like we would have for our kids. How do you do this? How do you like start to walk this out and not just have this be a wishful thinking idea, but you're actually starting by writing it down? Well, I, I invite people to, to write down a hundred dreams. Not, there's nothing, uh, nothing spiritual about a hundred dreams as much as it's entering the process because you have to push through several times. You have to push through your own fears, your own value, your own, um, you know, the permission to dream like this. Yeah. I, I, one of my dreams is to spend the night at the, at the white house um, you know, because they invited me, not because I t- peeled off the tour, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm actually a guest there. Like the, the, the sitting president has invited me to stay at the White House as a guest. You know, there's zero reason that that would happen. There's no way I can make it happen. It's just in there to be uh, an influencer at that level. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to I want to I want to. Write a check for a million dollars and give it as a gift to someone. You know, there's no way that's gonna. I can't make that happen. I'm, you know, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm 60. I'm not. I'm nowhere near doing that. But that's a, that's on my list of things. Yeah. At the same time, I have a, I have four states left that I've not been to, and I put eat in all 50 states in the United States as one of my dreams. I'm from Weaverville. We don't go anywhere, right? We go to Reading. That's where we go. We go to the big city of Reading. Uh, I've been to 35 countries. I I wanted to go to uh, all seven continents. I've been to six of them. Haven't been to Antarctica yet. I'm from Weaverville. I never met anybody with a passport, right? So it's... Just start writing stuff down. It doesn't have to make sense. It does. It just has to be in there. And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. You talk about this where, because like the stages where you kind of hit a wall. So when you start off, especially believer, responsible. And so we start writing out like, you know, the, all the spiritual things, you know, and, and then you run out because, you know, you get 10, 15 in. You're like, okay, now what am I going to do? But what I know for me, and you, you, I've heard you talk about this, what it's 
doing is growing a muscle that is out of the realm of our possibility, but only God. And actually, it could feel a little irresponsible or feel a little bit like, who am I to dream like this? But this is what like God has created us to think bigger. Like you, you, you mentioned this already, Ephesians 3.20, that, that, that God is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask, think, or imagine. And if we're honest, we can think and imagine a lot. Right. And it's probably the last time you wrote anything down that you wanted. It was some lame list for Christmas that uh, you were trying to come up with. But you you already know that as a man, classically, if you want something, you just go do it. You just go buy it. You just go get it. You just make it happen. Well, in order for you to write down a hundred dreams, you're going to actually have to become like those little kids that sit around and looked at the Sears catalog and circled things and just kept dreaming. Every page, you're like, I want this. I want that. I don't know if you and your brother did, you know, or your, your siblings did this, but, you know, we would just write, we circle stuff all over the catalog. Unless we become like a little child, we don't get to see the father. Yeah. You know, we don't really get to see him. We get to, you know, he's Lord. He's master. He's a provider. If I need it, he's a healer, you know, but he's really daddy. Yeah. And yeah. it's so crucial to us as men that we mature in that love of our father. Yeah. So that we can be a great example to everybody around him. Yeah. And this is kind of shifting gears a little bit, but it's very connected because you're talking about like, we have to start with us, but the impact is the people around us. And and the most immediate people for those, for many of us would be our spouse, would be our kids. I think many men are living, uh, walking dead, not alive, not dreaming, not activating what we're talking about here. And some of the collateral damage <laughs> runs down into the, the the family, kids, our marriages. And we wonder why like there's, you know, lack of life or, you know, the, the very thing we would want the most not happening. I, I just wanted to, it's kind of, a, it's connected to this thing, but I want to, you guys deal with this, like you have resources. I mean, you guys do the Kylo podcast and you have uh, the Leadership Academy platform, uh, incredible resources for all different areas, whether it's marriage or leadership or parenting. But at the core of this, the, it starts with us. And there is a a privilege and honor. I've heard you talk about this as our role as men to be a protector, to be a advocate, to be a champion for our families. I love your phrase that you guys use at LOP that, uh, that, that whole healthy families are going to change the world. So we're like, how does this translate? We see guys coming alive, beginning to dream again. This is just one of, of several areas, but it ties into something even greater. It's our purpose as men in our families. It starts there. It's not limited to, but it, it, it better be happening there. What would you, what would you say in that translation and, and this role that we have this privilege, the sacred honor we have as men in our families and in our marriages? Well, you know, it's it's really tough to emulate Christ if you don't first have that kind of connection to the Father, right? So Jesus does everything he does because of his value for his relationship with his Father. Everything. The crucifixion 
walking through the crucifixion comes from him protecting his connection to his father. So, you know, until we get to this, this level of connection with our father, knowing who he is and how much he loves us, I won't love my wife as Christ loves the church and give myself up for her and cherish and nourish her. I won't. I won't yeah. do it. I'll manipulate her to get what I need so I feel better in the relationship about myself and, you know, about her. I won't unconditionally love her and saturate her and lead her in a standard of love. I won't. Yeah. And I'll be manipulating her to, to feed off of it. And that's what's broken. You know, what's broken is I manipulate my children so that they perform to make me look like a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I manipulate my relationships with people so that I am associated with successful people. So it's, it's, it's a consumer uh, effect that I have on my environment instead of provision. And and provider is as much of my role as a protector or a connector. Mm -hmm. So until I know my father as my source of value, of love, of of honor, of respect, of uh, justification, you know, until I know that my father is the source of that, I will, I will manage my world to provide all of that. Mm. I think that is what makes a man godly in his home or carnal in his home. So anything that you can do, including creating a list of a hundred dreams to push you into daddy's heart, to push you into knowing his response to your life, to him saturating you with his love, do whatever you can to mature that love so it casts out all the fears and insecurities that drives us to manipulate people. Wow, that's so good. I, I think, man, there's so much in there. And I think it's so key for us as men to, to look at this, this invitation that starts with us. One of, I quote, I, I use this quote that you say all the time. Um, but you, you say, you know, we, we can't control other people, but on a good day, we can control ourselves. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, even what you're describing and how we interact with the people around us is it's usually the opposite. And, um, this is where like, you just got to start. Like, I, I think this dream thing is so practical because there's like, okay, we could talk about a lot of things and we can become victims and blame other people for why stuff hasn't happened. But, we could also just start with me and dream. And then like you're talking about the byproduct in our families, in our workplace, in our, with our kids is huge. We need men to step up and just begin to lead and, and take care of themselves. We can't give. Yeah. You know, and when, when we get scared, you know, scared people want control. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been saying recently and on the Kylo show podcast, I, I kind of been hammering this, but, uh, we get scared. We want control. And a lot of men are famous for being control freaks mm. and we don't control other people. Yeah. We never yeah. have, we never will. You know, if you, if you, if you think that's not true, go borrow somebody's baby and tell it what to do, boss it around. you be the big boss. Come on. <laughs> so you, 
If you can control other people, certainly you can control a baby, right? Yeah. Well, you don't. You don't control people, and it gets worse from baby. It gets worse from there. <laughs> so if you want, if you want to be a control freak, control your freaking self. <laughs> That's the best. Starts right there, man. Be a control freaking self. That is good. That's good. that's that's where this has to really take root. Is we've been given a spirit of power, love, and self control. Mm-hmm. It very much comes from in here outward instead of out there inward. So good. I, I, that's that takes your quote to another level. <laughs> You want to be a control <laughs> control freak? Control your freaking self. Control your freaking self. <laughs> you guys should make a t-shirt with that. I think that would. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh, Danny, thank you so much. I want to do two things. Uh, I want to I want to have you close and praying over the guys. But um, before we end, I just want to let you guys know. Danny mentioned this. We've uh, we've talked about um, some of the resources that Danny has um, put together. I, I want to just point you to their podcast, the Kylo Show. Um, is incredible. Um, it's uh, just an amazing resource and actually will give you a window into many of the other things that uh, Danny, uh, the Loving on Purpose team are doing. So I encourage you go go find that podcast on any po- podcast platform, as well as I encourage you to um, go to the LOP uh, website. It's just lovingonpurpose.com, right? Yep. yep. Check that out. Go to their website. Um, you're going to find books, you're going to find courses. Um, they've developed a whole online leadership platform with videos and training um, called Leadership Academy. It's incredible. Um, the These things that Danny and his team have developed are just incredible tools to get out of this place of victim into growing yourself, investing in some of the most important areas, your relationships in your life. So as we close here, Danny, do you mind just praying over the guys that are listening, that are watching, and uh, especially especially as we talk about what we pursue, going after these dreams, becoming the men we want to be. Well, Father, I thank you for the, the every man in this in the the reach of my voice right now, Lord. That that you would uh, you would encourage each man to test you in demonstrating your love. Lord, even as you challenge us in generosity with the tithe, Lord, I pray that you would you would just challenge men to trust your heart and to be vulnerable, to set it out there and to give you the opportunity to respond from heaven with life and love and hope. Uh, Lord, I pray that men begin to see themselves as dearly loved sons, Sons who have a father who has a future and a hope, and that is walking in partnership, co-laboring towards that destiny. Lord, we pray that as you encourage us, we would have courage to put our lives on the line and to glorify you with our courageous love for other people in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So good. Um, as we close today, I want to challenge you guys. Do this uh, this dream challenge. Write down a hundred dreams. Um, as you do that, I, I want to en- encourage you to take this next step. One of the things that that Danny um, challenges uh, people that have done this, and one of the things I did personally is obviously I shared this with my wife, but I, I also gathered a group of guys, and we um, we were meeting. It was over a six month period, and we we took turns uh, just sharing our dreams and. 
I think that it's the next level of accountability. You're writing this down for yourself, but then you're sharing it with some of the closest people around you so that they ask you like, hey, how's that dream coming? You know, like you said you're going to go skydiving or whatever. Like, hey, have you done it yet? Or let's go do it together. It gives you courage, gives you accountability. Um, obviously, we've talked about this a lot here on Man Camp. We don't want you to isolate. Do this journey with other people. So go after this, this thing of dreams, pursuing your dreams. Danny, thank you so much for being with us today on the Man Camp Podcast again. It's awesome having you. Um, we'll just say uh, thank you guys for being a part of this community. Um, as always, uh, uh, go go on, share this, uh, this episode with other people. Um, we have relaunched our uh, Instagram page. Um, and so we're kind of starting over. So if you were following us before, um, you'll have to re-follow us again. We had some, sh- uh, we had to shift some count stuff around. And so if you're not following us, um, Again, please do that. We'd love to hear your stories. Um, We've got resources and stuff on there. Until next time, thank you for being a part of the Man Camp community. We're so honored that you're on this journey. We pray that you live your dreams, you live fully alive in the fullness of what God has created you for. Thanks, guys. We love you. Thanks for listening to Man Camp. Follow us on social media at mancamp underscore podcast. And send us your stories of how this podcast has impacted your life to mancamp at jesusculture.com. Also, don't forget to leave a review and share the podcast.